Yo, we back again, we back again. Glad to be here. We got a few guests today, man. We gonna turn up this time. And we got a debate that's a little different from usual. Me, the Black Libertarian, and the Black Conservative AK. We're gonna debate everybody up here, all right? We got a few issues and we hope this thing goes well, but it could go bad. It's standard debate format, and if you don't wanna hear it, you might as well go now. Nah, you're joking, you might not. We got Dave on here, we got Queen Coco, we got Negan. I don't like that name, it's too close to the other word. And we got Art. Archangel, whatever that means. Let's run it, all right? Everybody want to introduce themselves? Slowly, quickly. Um, yeah, I'm all Political people talk too much. And we'll go from left to right. Start with art. Okay, cool. Moving on to Negan. Um, hi, I'm Negan. Um, I uh, am pretty political. Um, I'm kind of undecided, but I lean more towards the left. Um... I'm 18. <laughs> That's really all about me. <laughs> excellent, excellent. Queen Coco. What's good? Um, Coco. I am po a politically moderate. I don't know what today's topic is, but. Uh. Uh, hello, my name's Dave. I'm a egalitarian or social libertarian. Um, I work, I'm associated with Young Americans for Liberty. And I work for Amnesty International as an advocate for the refugee crisis. I'm really excited for this debate. Cool, dope. That's what's up. Glad everybody's here. All right. So how we're going to do this is two-minute format. I'm going to lead it off. I'm going to talk about a subject. I'm going to tell you my point on it. And you all can either agree or disagree. All right? This is going to get dangerous. This is for people who can think for themselves, all right? And that's what our podcast is about. It's about people who think for themselves, bringing their ideas to this format. And I'm leading this one instead of AK, and it's gonna get fucked up. No, I'm just joking, I shouldn't have cursed. Oh, can we scratch that in post? Don't matter. All right, first topic is gun control. Shouldn't exist. I don't even need two minutes for it. Shouldn't exist. I should be able to own a, a, a bazooka if I want to. Molotov cocktail and a tank, all right? And the reason I say that is because the Second Amendment was created so that we can protect ourselves from a tyrannical government, not so much hunting or protecting ourselves from other people. That is a part of it, but more so a tyrannical government. So anything the government has, I should be able to have, I believe. And I don't see anything wrong with me being a responsible adult, having any kind of weapon I want, all right? I'm not going to take two minutes for this because it should be easy to understand. I know I said that really fast, but I love all y'all, and y'all gonna have to deal with it. I'm gonna let y'all go. Go ahead, Dave, I'm gonna let you go first. All right, thank you, sir. I'd like to read you guys the Second Amendment, what it actually says. A well-relegated -rele militia being necessary to security of a free state, the right of the people to bear arms shall not be infringed upon. Key words, well-relegated militia. The founding fathers knew individuals who tried to abuse this right. Having a handgun, a shotgun in your house is perfectly normal. Even a, having a sidearm in open carry is normal. Carrying a fully uh, military gear, a bulletproof vest, a automatic rifle into a school or into a place of business, there's no excuse for that or justification for that. I believe if you wanna have that type of military gear, you should be a part of a registered military militia like the three percenters. Otherwise, you should not have it. Second to last thing I'm going, the very last thing I'm going to say is, is for children. Children should have no access to weapons without adult supervision. I'm not saying kids cannot be trained to use firearms, but if we cannot trust kids to have sex without 
with, um, to have sex consensually or to live alone by themselves, why should we trust them with a firearm? And that's it for me. All right, cool. Uh, Queen Coco, you can go ahead and go next. Okay. Um, and for this, I agree with the Black Libertarian on this one. I think that um, everybody has a right to own guns. There shouldn't be any sort of like limitations on that in that way. Um, if you want to have the freedom in this here free country to have the what it, the means to protect yourself and take care of you and yours, I don't see why why not? Like that's, that's so American. Like why? <laughs> it's very un-American to not have our guns. I know that sounds very stereotypical, but I mean that for real. Um, and- I, I agree with Dave um, somewhat. I feel like honestly, if somebody has a record, um, you know, of assault, like with a deadly weapon or anything with a weapon, they shouldn't be able to own guns. And that that's just a personal thing for me. I think that's how it should be. I don't think children should have the, you know, um, the opportunity or a way to access guns whatsoever. Um, you can legally buy a gun at 18 and I think it should be 21. Like it's 21 to drink and it's 21 to smoke. I think it should also be 21 and there should be tighter laws on it, on getting a firearm. Um, and I don't, I don't have a problem with like, you know, legal adults, legal responsible adults owning, you know, pistols and, you know, um, concealed carries or anything like that. Um, but I just think there should be tighter and, you know, I don't think criminals should be able to access any type of firearm like that. Um, yeah. In my opinion, I differ from Dave's view just slightly when uh, he said that essentially anyone should be able to own any caliber gun. Now, you notice that he said militia and militias, a well-organized militia would be something more akin to a, a, a like a city or a or a community, but rather us as Americans, we take militia and we think any group of people with guns. Now, there's a fine line between being able to um, own a gun. I do believe you should be able to own weapons like up to like a shotgun or a semi-automatic, not not an automatic gun, but um, and and having things like bazookas. A bazooka is definitely not something you should own. You shouldn't be able to buy a tank. Uh, And when it comes down to it, I do want to say that in general, we should have kind of a communal, if, if we're taking down the government, we should have more of a communal thing like a militia as in like a well-organized militia and a place where the guns are stored safely within that militia or organization essentially just like he said with the three percenters uh except i want i want all the guns in one actual facility and have it have them be guarded so that you know nobody can take out an ak and shoot up their school uh ak uh, i'll let you go next well in my in my opinion i personally feel that we should all be able to have access to weapons obviously you know once we're 
a certain age, we don't want to be giving them to children. I agree with some of the people that mentioned that up there. Now, as far as the types of firearms, I don't feel all of them would be necessary. I do agree with the idea behind it, why we should be able to have tanks if the government is able to have tanks. But the only issue with that is, is that um, I feel like if we do allow all of these weapons and military great weapons out there, like I'm talking about the Sears things, like the tanks and like to service the air missiles and things like that, we allow those to the public, then we open ourselves up to random revolutions that are just generally destructive. And we got, and the wealthy would then be able to influence us through fear in other ways, which wouldn't necessarily be a good thing. So I don't feel like a lot of these things should be open to the public, but I do understand the sentiment behind it. We sh- if we had some kind of organized third-party militia for certain things and within a government, by all means, yeah, but just random citizens, I don't can't trust that personally. So please continue, Liv. All right. I took a few notes. Let me pull my notepad out here. First thing I want to say is that Georgia, currently you can have any weapon that you want. You can even have a tank as long as it's dis- disarmed, okay? Um, currently in Georgia, people aren't running around killing each other. Okay? It's not the wild, wild west, all right? So all of these fears that we have are just unfounded in my opinion. Um, that would be my first point. But you said a few things here that I want to discuss. Kids having guns. I definitely think my child should have access to a gun because if I'm incapable of protecting the home, I want my son to, okay? And I don't care how you feel about it. Um, Criminals not owning a gun. Uh, I don't know what bothers you specifically, Negan, about criminals, but, you know, just because they've served their time and they paid their debt to society doesn't mean they can't protect themselves in their home. I think that's a ridiculous standpoint to have to say, oh, you committed a crime, you've been to jail, so now you can't protect yourself, right? Nor can you participate in a government that's overbearing to you, right? I don't think that's right. That doesn't make much sense to me, but that's my point against that. Raise the limits to owning a gun? Absolutely. Lower the limits, all right? I, as long as safety is taught and safety is practiced, kids are very fine with guns. I know a few kids with guns. And... They don't do anything extremely dangerous, but protect themselves, right? And we can't take away people's ability to protect themselves. I noticed that uh, Archangel talked about locking the guns up in a central location. How are you going to get to them if something happens? Um, Militias have to be decentralized. You're trying to centralize the locations of weapons. If the government just wants to take you out, they just bomb that location. It doesn't make much sense. Um, I hear all of you all's points, but I feel like they have no foundation because... If, if someone can't protect themselves and be weary and um, decisive about how they prevent the government from being overbearing, we'll have chaos. Um, anybody, everyone's fear of people running off shooting in schools and, and shooting up stores, I, I can promise you this, they don't shoot up gun stores too often. Why? Because the people in there usually have guns. I think guns should be allowed in schools. I think guns should be allowed in grocery stores, movie theaters. I think you should carry a gun concealed without anybody knowing at all times, whenever and wherever you want, right? Because you don't know if this is happening now. The only thing is, is if someone says it's okay, then you're scared, right? But you don't know that. I I know several people carry guns and no one knows about them, right? And you would never know. This is happening around you all the time. The problem is you're scared if you know. And I think that's the problem. You all need to check your fear at the door and learn to protect yourself. Be responsible for yourself. Um, can I say that I think that societal norms on top of the fact that there's been, you know, a, a sort of like 
ideology about having guns and having guns in the home is is it makes it a little more pressure it gives more pressure to people and it does give them this like alarming thing like oh my gosh there are guns everywhere guns in schools guns in 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 church guns at work like <laughs> guns like people have a different relationship and have been taught to have a different relationship than what you are speaking on uh rel or the um, dagnabbit anywho um I don't know. I just wanted to make that comment. And then I know that there was something that Dave said earlier about people like that shouldn't certain people not. Oh, I can't remember what it was. OK, forget that. Forget what I said. But anyway, I just. Want All right. Well, what I have to say to that is um, the thing with a child, like let's put it in context for black libertarian. Let's say you're on the floor right now. You're you've been injured by the criminal in your home, right? In that context, that child has the all authority to shoot that person in front of you because you're in immediate danger and he's within your supervision as well. If you say, please help me, such and such child, of course the child right to protect their parent or protect their property. But also it's clearly children, the, the human brain doesn't finish fusing together until you're 26 years old. And a child, you're expecting a 10-year-old to know whether it's appropriate. There's been cases of a four-year-old shooting his grandmother in the face after playing GTA V. Now, yes, that does have to do with why is a why is a four-year-old playing a video game, but also that violent, but also it does have to say it shows that children can't tell the difference between reality and fiction. He thought it was a game, right? And also the last thing I'm gonna say is a lot of people and say they're in fear for their life, but in reality, it's not really the case. Because in my state, for instance, there was an old man um, who shot up a car of young African-American men because he did not like their rap music. And he said, my life was in danger. Now, yes, they should got a ticket. They might've should have been arrested for being a public nuisance for blasting the music, but for, but for a deadly retaliation to kill those young men in their vehicle was totally unjustified. And that's why I don't believe everyone, especially an elderly old man, for instance, a senile old man should have authority to own a gun because he's shown he's inept to be trusted with one. Besides, if you're a perfectly capable person, you should be allowed to own a gun. That's all I gotta say. Um, black libertarian, you, I think you took my militia comment um, kind of wrong what i'm not i'm not suggesting nobody gets to keep a handgun at home nobody gets to keep a shotgun at home hell you can keep a semi-automatic at home i'm suggesting that you don't keep automatic weapons or hell probably even most semi-automatic weapons at home not only am i suggesting that you you know essentially have them in a government well not government sorry uh in a privately run militia uh facility because those weapons are used to topple over a um, a what's it called a oppressive government, but I'm suggesting that those weapons, the weapons that can kill hundreds at a time, are locked up so that nobody nobody can get to them unless we actually are being attacked by an oppressive government and this militia decides not not you specifically and you and like 
two or three other people from the militia decide to um, shoot up a DMV. And on top of that, I wanted to say that most of the laws that we have, most gun laws are really, really racially charged. And they, they like, for instance, what happened with, um, I forget the name, but uh, there was a young African-American man shot in his car for telling a police officer that there was a gun in the car. He did all, everything right, but was still shot. That was because the laws were only and most gun laws are made to be to put African-Americans and minorities such as Arabs well, and other stop, people down. I want to stop you because, you know, we're, we're going off topic here. I get what you're saying, but we're, I don't want to go into that topic right now. We're, I want to stay in the part right. of whether we should have gun control or not. Um, go ahead, AK. And I didn't want to add my two cents. Like everybody up here, you guys are very concerned about children having guns. And I was concerned about that initially, but... I feel like you guys are missing a big point here. Like we, we wouldn't just give the children unrestricted access to the weapon so they can play with it like a toy. Just like with anybody else who owns a gun, they should obviously know how to use it and be trained. And if you're going to have it around your children, it would be your responsibility to train them and show them how that the weapons are dangerous, how they operate and everything. So when that moment does come, if they do have to use it, they will know exactly what to do. And it won't be a hope and a prayer like in the movies where they just close their eyes and shoot. You don't want that situation. So your children should know about gun safety. They should know about um, how to clean the weapon and everything that comes associated with it. They should be responsible going on as going on as well as the parents and anybody else involved with it. Yeah. And that, that's just my little two cents right there. No, that makes sense. And, you know, we're going to change topics really quick, but I just want to say one thing. Well, two things, actually. One, um, Dave, I think you're conflating ideas. People being irresponsible with weapons is your concern. It's not the weapon, right? And people can 3D print automatic weapons at this point. So your fear, I feel like you're just gonna be scared the rest of your life, right? And you're gonna feel that things are out of control for the rest of your life. And I'll give you a minute to reply to this and we'll switch subjects. Now, this is specific, specifically today. I, um, I, don't, I understand the elderly man lost his nerve and killed some people, but there are a lot of issues involved in that. You can't bring it down to one single issue of gun control, right? And you can say, oh, if he didn't have a gun, he wouldn't have been able to do that. But I can make a Molotov cocktail quickly. I can make a bomb easily, right? I can make, I could 3D print a weapon in my house. There's no law you're going to be able to do to stop bad people from being bad people. What you do is you, you arm good people and teach good people how to protect themselves. You're never going to stop bad people from being bad people. If your example is that there are bad people in the world, then we might as well nuke the whole thing because you're not going to stop that. You're not going to make people be a certain way, but you can protect yourself. And that's what this is about. Protecting yourself, being responsible for yourself. And that's just my biggest point. I think responsibility is lost in this country. And I'll give you a minute to reply, Dave, and then we're going to switch topics. Well, I do agree. Your personal safety is up to you as well. I totally agree with that. But it's about reduction. The world will never be perfect. No one believes the world will ever be perfect, but we should always strive for a better world and for a better world for our fellow man and for our children to live in. So if I have the ability to prevent an inept person, if it's documented that this person has dementia or they have untreated schizophrenia and they're off the walls every single day, we should go out of our way to make sure that person doesn't have access to violent weapons. It's simple as that. And um, what I was gonna say, yeah, that's pretty much it. Just like we should try our best every single day. We should want our countrymen 
and our fellow human beings to have a better and better life. That's why we invent new things, right? That's why new machines, that's new technology. That's why humanity keeps advancing because we look for better things for the future. So it's not a bad thing that people want things to be better in their communities and to have a safer and better environment for their children and their children's children to grow up in. Okay, right. I did want to bring Big J up here really quick um, because he was in the chat and he would like to get something said on this topic before we move on to the next one. So, Jay, go ahead and speak your piece. Okay, honestly, as a victim of a school shooting, um, the whole militia thing, militia is wrong art, but I'm honestly, that's not even going to work. Like, like, like he said, we have 3D printers now. We can print out anything, a workable gun, all the equipment for it. And on top of that, the whole, I agree that we need to straighten, well, make it strict, more strict for the gun laws. Just like on who, you have to be 21, just right. You should be 21 to have a fucking semi-automatic or automatic weapon. You should not, at any age, be able to have access to a gun. Because kids, nowadays, they like to, they like to snoop. They're going to snoop and end up finding the gun. And they have a sibling and they're getting into an argument. And one of them is holding the gun. And guess what? One of the siblings ends up dead. Because they found the gun, even regardless of the parent hit it. So there is no actual way to get rid of it unless you strict get strict with the gun law. Do thorough, and I'm really mean thorough background checks. It doesn't matter if they have a criminal record. Don't just go for a criminal record. Go for their psychiatric. If they're right up in the head, then give them actual permission to have a gun. If they're not right up in the head, because anybody can can pass that that test and get a gun. Let me, which means let me, there is no actual safe way to. Yeah, you'll be safe for for with a handgun. Yeah, but as far as being able to carry it into schools, no. Okay. Only people who should be able to carry, only people who should be able to carry that are the resource officers. And the teachers. That's right, it. I'm, I'm going to tell you all a little secret. If you take gasoline and mix it with styrofoam, you have something called napalm. It's a very flammable, dangerous chemical or um, um, composition of chemicals. I could throw that on you. You will burn until you die. There's no law preventing me from making it. Heck, I can take the box that my TV just came in, pour some gasoline in there, mix it in a glass jar and throw it at you and set you on fire. I can set a whole bunch of people on fire at the same time with it. I want to let you know, nothing's going to stop you from dying. Stop being scared of dying. Learn how to prevent people from killing you. And I'm going to move on to the next subject. Okay? Next subject is living wage. Should there be a living wage in this country? Should we raise the minimum wage? Minimum, um, what's it called again? Um, what is it? Minimum wage. Should we raise minimum, minimum wage, wage to fifteen dollars, yeah. or should we lower it back to zero? I say no minimum wage. Period. Economically, is better, right? Because when you raise the price I of the minimum wage, it raises prices all over the place. It's gonna happen. You can get mad at the corporations. You can say, "Oh, he's greedy." 
it's gonna happen, okay? I don't care if he's greedy. Nobody's going to lose money around here. It's not the way we do things, okay? So I say we take the minimum wage down more. If you want to make, if you want to make money, make yourself valuable. Make people need you. That way you'll make money. Have a skill that people need. And it's rare. People will pay you to do it. You understand? That's how you make money. You can't say, hey, I'm going to do something really easy and really simple and not really put myself to work or task, and I expect you to give me as much money as possible. That's not how it works, buddy. That's laziness. And laziness will not be rewarded. So I will open the floor to a discussion. And as usual, we will go all the way from the end back. Well, well, this is a prefix for people to know. I'm the one that brought this um, topic point up. It's about the living wage and restoring the middle class as well. I'm more focused on restoring the middle class. In my opinion, the government should stop pandering to large corporations and giving small businesses an unfair shake. If really if wanted a fair market again, we have someone's echoing. If, if we really want a, a, a free market again, we have to start letting lobbyists pay off politicians or super PACs. Stop subsidizing industries that pay little to nothing in taxes and do their best not to follow ethical policies, right. a.k.a. Okay. government welfare. Oil. I, I, I agree and with you, Dave. Dave, hold on, hold on. I want to stay on subject because I got a plan here. Now, I understand your passion. I'm with you there. I actually agree with you. Mm -hmm. um, but what I want to do is I really want to stay on this topic because it's very important. Um, I'm going to... I'm going to rotate this. I got you. That's coming up because mm -hmm. that's one place we agree. All right. Mm -hmm. I think Republicans yeah. are socialists, too. But let's stay on minimum wage real quick because it's a point I'm trying to get to. Minimum wage. Um, I think the government should. Um, this is one subsidies the government should do for businesses to give us uh, to subsidize businesses for giving individual raises. And that will allow um, middle class workers and lower class workers, blue collar people to put more money into the economy. That stimulates the economy itself. So there's nothing wrong with necessarily raising the minimum wage. You just have to make sure that money's being spent. You know, I don't think there should be a federal complete mandate across the board. I should be think by state by state, because in my state, the state of Mississippi, $12 an hour can make a living wage. For the average person in Mississippi who lives alone, they can live on $12 an hour. Now, a person who lives in Seattle you can barely make it on $15 an hour. It all depends on the situation. And I do not agree that we should ban, like put it no minimum wage because um, you know how people say, show me a country that pure socialism or communism ever works. Show me a country where absolutely capitalism works. Now, show me, you'll find the Virgin Islands. You'll probably find some country like Belize that's a third world country because they have uncontrolled, unmonitored capitalism and they let monopolies, specifically monopolies, violate the people and it ends up literally like 0% of the 1%, like one of the 1% is able to have a good life and everyone's literally living in tiki huts and mud huts. So um, that's what I say about that. The government does have to step in only to sometimes, subsidies are helpful, but it should be help the people raise up so we can help the overall country and the owners of those businesses. And that's all I have to say on this topic. Bottle Jet. 
I just, I just want to, I just want to say because it's kind of hard for me to sit back and listen to this, man. Because I, I feel like there should be no minimum wage at all. Because I hope you guys realize that the higher that you raise the minimum wage, the more of the population you're pricing out of the job market. What do, you, how do you think all these young kids got started back in the '60s? A lot of kids had jobs when they were seven years old, six years old, and stuff like that, working at gas stations. So they had a quite, they had a higher level of skill by the time they became adults and were able to function in the workplace and have those minimum wage jobs, have those jobs that allowed them to take care of their family without having to go to college and everything else but but hell until recently it was about 16 years old when like 16 year olds would be working at mcdonald's and everything up leading up to 2008 but then around the same time they did raise minimum wages and everything as well as a great economic collapse and everything now you go to a mcdonald's you see people 25 26 27 working there if not in their late 60s and if you raise the minimum wage what do you think is going to happen these companies they have to pull money from somewhere there has to be a cost benefit analysis done when they're bringing on somebody like you if you you have to be worth $15 an hour we just can't give it to you out of the goodness of our hearts that doesn't make sense and i'm sorry i just had to interject that it's just hard for me to sit back and hear you guys say this because you're saying these very ideological things but you're not considering the economics behind it it is very situational um, but at the same time, in token, like, I feel that minimum wage usually is, like, anyway, generally lower than what is naturally a livable wage. And so, like, if anyone were to want to excel and succeed and have a livable wage, they would have to develop skills, like, uh, in, in the same way that Black Libertarian was discussing, like, you have to develop a certain skill set in order to be worth more than minimum wage. Um, I Things keep inflating, and I think that we need to just stop outsourcing and being lazy and depending on other third world countries to produce all, all of our items and things like that. So yes, feeding money, feeding jobs and all that shit back into America and just like biting the cost. Like people, somebody has to just stop the endless bounds of greed at some point. And and tip the scales back over, but that's my only opinion on it. I don't have a lot to say today. Uh, Negan, would you like to speak on this? Uh, yeah. Um, personally, because I work a minimum wage job at the moment, actually. Um, honestly, I feel like thing the minimum wage could be a little higher than it is. Um, I don't think it should go up by much but at least a few dollars because there are some people you know who do have skills but they don't have the time to apply those skills like single moms and every and like you know single parents in general like or people who are supporting their family like you know sometimes they don't have time to go and look for a job that will accept those skills or be able to go to school and you know succeed in their skills and advance their skills so they they're just trying to take care of their family and that's like where i'm conflicted on it because i feel like if we didn't have a minimum wage at all then you know people could you know show like show that they're worth more than minimum wage but like at the same time they're the people who are set in place now who have been working like minimum wage their whole lives like what what would that do to them like for the it's been it benefits the younger generation but it doesn't the older generations and that's where i'm conflicted on it all right we got a new guy robert hayes and i'm gonna cut right here this is a cut robert hayes are you okay with us recording you and putting this on the internet i need an okay from you not a yes or no 
Sure. Cool. So I would say End that. Cut. Uh, Hold on one second. End cut. Okay. So I would point out that uh, democratic capitalism does work as evidence, not only by the fact that we are the most wealthy nation nation in the world that has ever existed because of that, but everybody's emulated us and they've tried to adopt, well, not everybody, but most everybody's tried to adopt democratic capitalism because of the success story that the United States has demonstrated. But part of that, part of that success is that you pay for what you get. When you go to the store, you don't say, well, since these all manufacturers have, have a different product, I need to pay the same for a lower quality product because I would pay for a higher quality product. Hey, it doesn't work that hey, way. Robert Hayes, pay- uh, hold on one second. I just want to focus on minimum wage. I don't want to get into um, how economics works. I'm just trying to drill to a point, and I'm sorry to cut you off. I, I, I understand your point, and I totally agree with you. I just I want to kind of keep us focused in the right area right now. If you all don't mind, I do apologize again for cutting you off. Much respect. Yeah, so that's my point. That 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 when you when it comes to a person and you're hiring a person, you don't pay uh, somebody that cannot do engineering an engineer's wage because they simply don't have the product. That's the way that it works: is you pay them for what they can do. If you're digging a ditch, you pay a, dig, a ditch digger's wage. If you're designing a bridge, you pay a bridge designer's wage. You get what you pay for. Yeah, so I was writing down a few points here, and this has been a lot. You know, I mean, I like everything you all have said in some form or fashion. Um, Now, Dave, I want to say you brought up Belize. I don't know much about Belize's government, right? But I, what I do know of Belize is there was a lot of corruption because I know someone from there. Um, and because of that corruption and external states, um participating and interfering in Belize's government, I wouldn't say they're purely capitalist because there are other factors involved, right? That's reductionism. You're trying to reduce this to a single topic and it's much bigger than that. I think minimum wage should not be here. And and mostly for the reasons AK said, right? Money has to come from somewhere. Businesses can't just give you more money. It's not printable consistently. And that gives me room to move to the next topic, which is the middle class, right? I want to talk about the middle class. And the reason I talked about the minimum wage and then the middle class is because I feel like if we keep trying to prop up the poor and the people of low economic growth in this country, we're going to more and more we do that, we're going to get rid of the middle class entirely and to the point where there isn't one anymore, right? We're already hurting in the middle class, right? Um, we can't keep propping up the poor and propping up the rich and shrinking and making the middle class pay for it, right? And one of my biggest issues, and I think Dave said this earlier, Republicans are socialists. I want to see you prove me wrong. Just like Democrats are socialists. They just want to give money to people. And as a libertarian, I don't. You work for what you get. If you don't work, you don't get anything. I don't care about the excuses. Hey, guys, we're going to stop it right there and continue it on our next podcast. Please follow, subscribe, and like, and we'll be back with you next time. Like, comment, subscribe. TabooTruthPodcast.com. Come join the conversation.